This is Charger Rundown, an update on all things Hillsdale College Athletics, with your host, Kat Torres. Welcome to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. My name's Kat Torres, here to give you the updates on all things happening in Charger sports. Gina Relays were successful, and our Charger softball team is looking to go to GLEACS. Later on, you'll hear from Cassia Selta on the softball team, as well as junior Tori Wichman of the track team. So stay tuned for that. Hillsdale Chargers Baseball. The Hillsdale College baseball team lost its home finale of the season Wednesday afternoon, 9-5 to a very good Concordia, Michigan team. The Cardinals might be an NAIA program, but they have enjoyed a terrific season and looked good in all phases of the game on Wednesday afternoon. After the win, the team sports an overall record of 38-9. Concordia outhit Hillsdale 13-6 in the game, and the Chargers hurt themselves by committing five errors in the field. Three of the Cardinals' nine runs were unearned, but Concordia's pitching struck out seven Hillsdale batters in the game. Ring's home run, a two-shot in the fifth inning, puts him tied for second place on Hillsdale's single-season home run list, tied with the 14 Chris McDonald hits last year. The school record is 15 and has stood since 1987. Ethan Whisker was 2 for 4 with a run batted in, and Colin Bowers had a hit, a walk, and a scored two runs. Freshman Jake Rhodes had an RBI triple for the Chargers. The loss drops Hillsdale to 21 and 23 on the season. The Chargers are off this weekend before concluding the regular season at Lake Erie on May 6th. Hillsdale Chargers softball. The Hillsdale College softball team closed out a play in regular season with a pair of losses to Wayne State University Friday afternoon. The Warriors defeated the Chargers 9-1 and 4-0 in games played in Detroit. Wayne State had three innings of three runs each and won the opener in six innings. WSU outhit Hillsdale 15-3 in the game and held the Chargers off the scoreboard until the sixth inning. Cassius Celta scored the team's only run on an RBI single by Kelsey Gockman. Senior Becca Casting also extended her single-season hits record with her 78th of the season. Game 2 featured no scoring after the third inning by either team. The Chargers were held to just five hits, two coming off the bat of sophomore Amanda Mera. Hillsdale is 25-22 overall and 13-9 in the GLIAC. The Chargers now await their seed in next week's GLIAC tournament held in Finley, Ohio. Hillsdale Chargers Tennis Four members of Hillsdale College men's tennis team earned all-conference honors following a much-improved 2017 spring season. Freshman Charlie Adams and Merlon Murkovic and sophomore Justin Hyman were all named second-team All-GLIAC. Junior Dugan Delph earned honorable mention, All-GLIAC honors. The awards were presented after the conclusion of the conference tournament held in Midland, Michigan over the weekend. Adams had an impressive freshman year for the Chargers, playing mostly number one and number two singles. He went 14-7 in singles competition and finished the season on his six-match winning streak. Murkovic was a beast in the middle of the lineup for Hillsdale, going 16-2 in his singles matches. He went 6-1 in conference singles matches and won his first 12 in a row to open his collegiate career. This is Hyman's second Ogliak honor, and he teamed up with Adams to pull off some impressive doubles wins throughout the season. Together they went 12-2 as a doubles team and knocked off several regionally ranked foes. Delp turned in another steady season as the team's leader and most experienced player. He was a versatile part of the team, playing across many singles and doubles fights for the Chargers. Hillsdale Chargers Golf Joel Patila's GLIAC Championship victory will not be the last competitive golf he plays in 2016-2017 season. Patila was one of four individuals selected to compete in the 2017 NCAA Division II Regional Golf Championship, being hosted at the University of Nebraska at Kearney May 8th through the 10th. 
The event will be held in the Awari Dunes in Axel, Nebraska. Hillsdale Chargers track and field. Over the weekend, the men's track team put together a number of strong performances at its most prominent home event, the Gina Relays. Hillsdale picked up wins in field events, sprints, and hurdle events, competing inside Frank Muddy Water Stadium on Friday and Saturday. Senior Ty Echemendi performed in his final Gina Relays event, was the two-time winner taking first place in the 400-meter hurdles with a time of 53.84 seconds. Concluding the meet, he led the winning 4x400-meter relay team, which finished with a time of 3.15.65. Echemendi was joined by Colby Clark, Tanner Schwanicki, and Nate Eldridge. Clark, another highly decorated sprinter, also won his one of his top events, the Open 400-meter dash. His, he had a time of 49.11 that was good for first Friday night. Daniel Kapik had a strong weekend in the throws, highlighted by his win in the hammer throw. His toss of 60.47 meters is an NCAA provisional mark, a mark that means he could possibly make it to nationals. He later took fourth in the discus with a mark of 44.64 meters. Seth Overlaw overcame cold weather conditions Saturday to post a fourth place finish in the javelin throw with 44.12 meters. Merritt Canada took fifth in the long jump hitting 6.78 meters and Tanner Schwanicki and Nathan Jones posted impressive finishes of fifth and sixth respectively in the 800 meter dash championship race on Saturday afternoon. Tanner Schwanicki and Nathan Jones posted impressive finishes of fifth and sixth place respectively in the 800 meter dash championship race Saturday afternoon. The GLIAC Indoor Track Freshman of the Year, Joey Humes, ran tough against a strong field in the 1500 meter run, picking up a provisional time of 3.49. At the opposite end of the experience scale, senior Todd Fricky ran in the 100 meter dash for the final time in a stellar career. With his fiance in attendance, Fricky took second with a time of 10.66 seconds. On the women's side, the Chargers had 12 top three finishes at the 51st Annual Hillsdale College Gina Relays. Leading the way over the weekend for Hillsdale was sprinter Tori Wichman, who was successful in every event she ran. Friday afternoon, she set a school record in the 100-meter dash, completing the race in 11.97 seconds. Her toughest competition in that race came from her own teammates as Ashley Moran and Elise Farley competed in a 1-2-3 sweep. Wichman also helped Hillsdale finish in its top home event of the year on a high note as she ran the second leg of the first place 4x400-meter relay team. She was joined by Lorena Clements, Abby Porter, and Allison Duber, recording a winning time of 3 minutes and 44 seconds. That team won the race by 11 seconds. Duber was a double winner in her final Gina Relays performance, easily winning the 400-meter dash Friday afternoon with an NCAA provisional time of 55.38 seconds. Clements and Porter weren't far behind her, each breaking 58 seconds in a t another top three sweep for Hillsdale. Wickman's outstanding weekend was wrapped up with a runner-up finish in the 200 with a mark of 24.8 seconds. Ashley Moran was third in that event. And the 3,000-meter steeplechase has always been a fan favorite, and Hillsdale was again extremely well represented on the Friday night event. Senior Molly Orne was a top collegiate runner in the race, finishing third overall with an NCAA automatic qualifying time to nationals of 10 minutes and 24 seconds. One of the runners who beat her was her older sister, Emily Orne, the 2016 Hillsdale College graduate and most decorated athlete in women's track history. The nine-time NCAA Division II national champion won the race with a time of 10 minutes and 8 seconds. Finishing with an impressive personal best in the steeplechase was sophomore Allie Eads, who picked up an NCAA provisional time of 10 minutes and 33 seconds. That time is 11 seconds faster than her previous best time. 
All-American Hannah McIntyre was fifth on Friday night's 5,000-meter championship race with a time of 16 minutes and 32 seconds. Up next, the track team will be headed to Allendale, Michigan at Grand Valley for the GLIAC Conference Championship. Speaking of track, I caught up with Tori Wickman of the track team to hear about where she feels the team is at. So at this time of year, we are tapering right now, and I think... What does that mean? What is tapering? Tapering is where you coach lessons are training by a pretty big margin. Um, so at the beginning of the season, we train pretty heavy, we, um, we lift pretty heavy, and we run a lot, a lot more volume. And then as the year goes on, um, we run less meters, um, our weights go down, and our reps go down. So um, our bodies just aren't as fatigued when we're going to the meet. And at the beginning of the season, before we taper, um, we're kind of building our strength up. And then as we taper, um, our strength maintains. But since we're not doing as much of the work, um, we become more powerful and our central nervous system is able to rest. So we're able to go into the meet stronger and faster. Do you feel that that was something that allowed you to be successful this weekend? Yeah, definitely, I would think so. Um, and I think Gina's had good competition. And I think as a Hillsdale sprinter, I am very blessed to run with some some really fast girls like Ashley Moran and Fiona Shea and Elise Farley. Like those are the girls who I get to race at practice. Um, and those are the same competitive girls that I get to race at meets. And um, to have them be able to push me at practice and at meets, um, I think is always, that's always something that makes, makes my races better and faster. So what was kind of the mentality going into your races? Is it kind of a, does Coachtown give you some um, things to think about? Or do you kind of just block it out and just think about nothing? I really like to focus on glorifying God um, through my races. I don't really think of much. I have really been focusing on school records because I believe that my ability has been like, I have the ability, I've had the ability to get them. Um, it just hasn't come together. So those that has been a goal. Um, and then just to continually appreciate not just like these great times that I'm running, but that I am able to run and that I have the gift of running. Going forward and thinking about GLIAX, what do you think the team needs to do in order to be as successful as you guys want to be and reach those goals? I'd say it's the little things. All of us go to practice every day and we all get the same amount of practice, but we have to focus on sleep and putting healthy things into our bodies. Um, we need to focus on being proactive to get our schoolwork done, especially um, as the finals week, is, like finals is coming up. Um, so I guess just be, being proactive to prepare and putting healthy things into our body and getting sleep, resting our central nervous system are the things that matter because um, the practice and the training, we all do that. Every track team does that and that does not set us apart. I think discipline, discipline is what sets athletes apart. And um, I think that's what the track team needs um, if we, for what we aspire to accomplish at GLIAX. 
the season's coming to an end. It's going to be your second season with the team. Do you feel that you've grown as an athlete here? Absolutely. I think I've grown as an athlete and a person. I think all of the characteristics that an athlete has to attain um, to reach their goals has definitely sculpted my character within the last year, especially after the compartment syndrome surgery, just being disciplined, um, not going out, dancing on the legs that were injured, and putting healthy things in my body so that my body could heal, getting good sleep so that my central nervous system could rest, and allowing my body to heal. Um, And outside of discipline, um, just patience because good times don't come your first meet. Um, good por- good performances don't come really till the end of the end of the season. So it's just trusting God and trusting in coaches training and trusting in my ability through Christ that everything will come together. Well, awesome. Best of luck going forward. Tori, we enjoy hearing about how you do. Thanks, Kat. That was Tori Wichman of the track team. I also caught up with senior Cassia Selta to talk about her feelings on her senior season. Definitely very proud. Um, not going to lie, a lot of us came into the season kind of worried, but I think that just makes the goals and our achievements all the sweeter because the fact that we can achieve something that we did not expect just shows how much we were able to band together as a team, especially um, Coach had this talk with us at the very start of the year when we uh, split against Tiffin in two games that we should have won. And he told us that as of right now, yeah, we didn't win that game, but as the season progressed, that game that we lost was going to turn into a game that we would win. And that is exactly what happened. And um, as we started off shaky and then got better and better and started getting some sweeps under our belts, it was just the motivation that we needed to know the team that we could be. So that feeling is just probably better than I ever could have expected. So I was talking to Coach Joe a little bit about that, that sort of idea and how he was focusing a lot with you guys on the mental side of things and, and kind of being able to have a higher softball IQ. How do you feel you've grown as an athlete in the season? I have no idea how you recruited me because I look back and I knew nothing. I think about um, the player that I was in travel ball and, I mean, I'm a catcher, so generally we take charge of the field and, like, the plays that I would call on now I'm just like, I did not know what I was doing. So Coach Joe has a real ability to cultivate the mind of a player because we all have the abilities. He can recruit anyone to do the physical aspect, but I think that's what makes our program so much different because, I mean, it's Hillsdale, so we obviously have a lot more logical approach to things. So the fact that we also bring that to our softball game is super helpful and not something that a lot of programs would be into because we'll be sitting in a game and we're like, well, why didn't they take an extra base on us? Or why did they bunt there? That was stupid. They're not going to get any runs. So we'll be sitting there critiquing them because we know the game so much better. So that I think that's really helpful to us overall. So it's a little bit surprising that you guys have such a young team this year. Thinking about that, then that's only going to indicate really good things to come in the future, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. It's always hard when you have a young class, but it's not so much because of their ability. It's just you have to integrate all these people into your team philosophy so that's what we were worried about at the start of the season because it was like okay we have two seniors and we have 10 freshmen and even at that our freshmen well our underclassmen outweighed our upperclassmen but you know what if you have people that really want it they're going to jump on board and it's not as scary as it once was so yeah next year they're going to have 
18 underclassmen, I believe, because it's going to be 9 and 9 or something like that, and 6 upperclassmen. So, like, that's scary, too, but I think we did our job this year in getting our freshmen on board, so next year it's not going to feel like you have a predominantly young team because they've gained so much experience in this past year, which is all we could have hoped for. So what do you think is the mo the thing that you guys achieved the most successfully this year? Oh, um, I mean, we said at the start of the year our goal was to make LEAX. Um, we always make successive goals, something that's most attainable and then move forward from there to something that maybe is a little bit more out of reach. So for that, that was regionals for us this year. And we weren't ranked or anything. I mean, there still is that possibility. It kind of got hard when we didn't do so well on our regional crossover because those games matter for our regional ranking. But the fact that we showed up to play and came back and never let up, I think, is the most important part. So, yeah, we reached our first goal. But rather than if we were down in a game like 4-1 to one or anything, the game was never over until the bottom of the seventh. So anytime we were in a game and we were losing, we knew that we had the capability and we had the potential to come back. So it's just the mark of a team that's never done, and that's a really great feeling. That's awesome. What about on the flip side of that, what do you think you guys could have done better this year? Um, I mean, there's always a lot of things. Um, definitely our mental approach can never be good enough. Yeah, we might be way better than a lot of people, but you can never get better at those and the basics. And um, I think we had a lot of highs and lows with hitting. Um, we would have a game where we were great. Uh, we had a lot of high-scoring games this year, which is kind of weird for us. But your approach at the plate is always important. But we did a really good job of making changes, and I think that was really helpful because of our new assistant coach, Riley Johnson. So even though we had shortcomings when we were at the plate in one game, the next game we were able to turn it around. Um, aside from that, I think things to move forward with is like there's going to be definitely room for leadership in our team with Becca and I gone. So that's going to be something that they have to figure out. And I mean, we know who the, who those people are going to be, but it's always that random person who can step up that's going to be important for next year's team since there's going to be so many young ones. You know how that your season's coming to an end. What sort of things do you feel you still need to accomplish before you can walk away? I really don't know if there is anything. Um, in the past four years, I can honestly say I've left everything out on the field. Um, it's cliche, but blood, sweat, and tears, and everything has been put there. Um, anything that we could have done to help our team improve, I really feel like I've done my part in that. And um, this season has been kind of rough for me. Uh, being injured is not necessarily how you want to go out your senior year. And I underestimated how much of an impact that was actually going to have on my season. So rather than being that number four power hitter that I've been since I was in travel ball when Coach Joe recruited me, I had to take on a new role, and that was really hard to get through for a while because I was like, well, I'm not getting RBIs. Well, I feel like I'm not doing my job. But it finally settled in, and I'm like, my job isn't the same as it was last year. Now I'm a leadoff hitter, and as a leadoff hitter, I just have to get on base. And that is the job that I've been fulfilling. So at least I can say I've made the adjustments that I need to make. And that's probably the most satisfying part of it, knowing that I came into my senior year and was able to change myself as a player for the good of the team. Because that's something that can really be lost, the idea that it's a team sport, that we're there for the team, we're not there for our individual stats. So any chance you have to do what you can, whether it's coming off the bench for a designated hitter or, or to run the bases, if we can instill that philosophy in our team to do your part, then I think that's most important. And I'm, I feel accomplished in saying that I've done that all four years.
Well, it sounds like you've developed such a maturity in regards to everything that you've gone through in the past four years with this team. But best of luck going forward. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I had a great time talking to you. That was softball player Cassie Aselta. That's all we have for you this week. Thanks for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Charger Rundown with Kat Torres will return next week right here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.